Welcome to the Alpha Male Coach Podcast, the only podcast that teaches men the cognitive mastery and alpha mindset that it takes to become an influential and irresistible man of confidence. Here's your host, certified life coach and international man of mystery, Kevin Ayo. What's up, my brothers? Welcome back to the Alpha Male Coach Podcast. I am your host, Kevin Ayo, and this is going to be a big one. Brothers, I'm going to talk about a subject that is very near and dear to my heart and, and also one that I've really spent a lot of time recently meditating on, really spent a lot of time contemplating. In fact, this particular topic is a part of my purpose here on this planet, both in my being and in my relationships. And I want to offer this podcast episode for you as it relates to the impossible goal work that we're doing here in the Academy, as well as any goal work you're planning for 2023 if you're not in the Academy, but specifically for your relationships and your life in general. But first, I want to offer three things. The consultation calls, the free consultation calls that I offered for the month of December are completely full. <laughs> I know they didn't last long, right? A couple of weeks and they're done. Now I'm still offering consultation calls and you're welcome to start booking them for January. However, they have gone back to their price of $149 uh, for the call. You know, in the beginning of this podcast and at the start of my guiding practice, I did offer free consultation calls. And a lot of people took advantage of them. It was a great way to get into this style of guidance, which is very different from coaching. It's very different from leading, teaching, and mentoring. As the practice grew, I had a lot of people continue to book free consultation calls. And eventually, the number of consultation calls were so many that my students had a tough time finding time to book their guiding hours with me. That is when and why I started to charge for the consultation calls. Additionally, the number of no-shows dropped to zero as the price of the calls went up, okay? So when I was offering free calls, I would get about 50% no-shows. I mean, and I get it. I understand, you know, the call is free. So if you don't show up, it's no big deal. Like, who cares? I mean, I care. I thought it was a big deal because I was losing that time with my students and that time that they could have had to work with me. But I understand the mentality around free stuff, that there's no perceived value in it. And it's also no surprise that the majority of the topics that came through from these free calls this month, these last couple of weeks, and probably what's going on in the next couple of weeks, were all about money scarcity. So I will do a podcast, brothers. I will do a podcast on money management in early 2023 because I know that that's still a big topic for you guys out there. And we all know that mismanagement of money is really just a mismanagement of your mind around money. So I will do a podcast. I'll get that information out there. But anyway, what I want you to know is that as the price of the consultation calls went from $0 to $49 to $99 and, and have now stabilized at, at $149, the no-shows of these calls dropped to 0%. And I received just the right amount in my schedule that doesn't conflict with the students in the academy that have weekly time with me. Look, if you're a student in the academy, you have weekly time with me, right? You get to meet with me every week. So I just want to let you guys know that the free consultation calls are gone. However, you can still get on a consultation call in January and beyond for the 149 price. The second thing is that all the Alpha Male courses are still offered at a reduced rate through the new year. So you can go to the website, thealphamalecoach.com, and see them all for 50% off the standard price. And this means, obviously, buy one, get one free right? Pay a full price for one, you get the other one free because they're both 50% off. You can take a course yourself and give one as a gift for the holidays, or you can take two of them for yourself, or just take one of them at half off. They're all there, right? The alpha relationships, indomitable self-confidence, which seems to be flying off the shelves, <laughs> the online shelves. 
That seems to be what everybody wants, right? Money and confidence. But there's the stop buffering course and the purpose course. And I will do a money course that's in the works. It's going to be a 90-day money course. And I will keep these courses discounted until the end of December, January 2nd, essentially, which is a Monday, the first week of the new year. And finally, I want to wrap this up because I really want to get into this podcast. Finally, there is a, this is the segue in the podcast. I want to tell you guys that this material I present today is advanced stuff. Like I'm really excited about it and I want to get into it. But the fact is I'm going to be laying down some advanced concepts today and throughout the end of the year. That doesn't mean it's going to be complicated. This is not going to be a complicated episode. It's all still very simple. However, it is advanced in the nature of the concepts, and that may throw some of you off if you're seeing the world through the beta condition. If you've just begun this work, this may like bring up within you a little bit of fear and a little bit of resistance and even some self-safety, like some self-preservation. So you will know what I mean once the episode begins because of the way I'm going to talk about commitment, and the way I talk about it is going to be very counterintuitive. All right, brothers, let's dive into it. Five minutes in, let's get into this because I am really excited. This is all coming up for me as a part of my new insights, right? My new perspectives, that new plateau on the mountain of life. And this was delivered to me by the same source that we are all connected to. And that source I'm going to reflect back upon at the end of this episode because that's really what we are. We are coming from this source. Okay, brothers, commitment. Commitment is the gift, Commitment is the high vibration, right? They always come in three, right? There's the low vibration, the high vibration, and the highest vibration. And the low vibration, the not-self energy that triplets with commitment is half-heartedness, to be half in and half out of your heart. It's a little difficult to explain this low vibration, high vibration pair because of the connotation around commitment and the definition of half-heartedness. So when I am talking about commitment, I'm not talking about an obligation, Okay, I'm not talking about an expectation in the future or some kind of hold or control you or someone else places on you for a future action or behavior. Okay, brothers, the commitment I'm referring to is the commitment we make inside, in the self. It's not an external commitment. It becomes an external commitment, but it begins as a commitment you take internally. And similarly, explaining half-heartedness is to have an inner dilemma. It's like having your heart half in and half out, right? It's a half heart. It's a half in, half out of any situation or circumstance or relationship or experience. It's having your heart half in and half out of life. This is why it's half-heartedness. The higher vibration of commitment is devotion, and that's the triplet, half-heartedness, commitment, and devotion. And as I go into this podcast in greater explanation, I think it will all become more clear for you. So this gift is all about the power of commitment, and the not-self-shadow is half-heartedness, which can manifest as postponement or procrastination, and it's when we have a mental idea or an expectation about ourselves, or about our relationships or about our life. And if any of these, you know, the self, the relationships of the life, if any of these don't appear to be moving in the direction that mental projection, in the direction of that mental projection, that construct that we have, then our energy just withdraws. It withdraws from the present moment. And this is the dilemma of commitment and being committed. It's about the use of energy and our life force. And the withdrawal of life force can happen in a number of different ways, right? Depending on our character and depending on our conditioning, our beta condition. If we're a repressive type of person, 
then half-heartedness will most likely manifest in postponement, right? It will postpone our dreams out of fear of letting someone else down, right? Fear of losing someone close to us or out of an addictive pattern of some form. So we just go on doing something that hurts us emotionally, physically, or mentally because we simply don't know how to stop and we get locked into a pattern or life choice or relationship or a career or whatever it is and we become a victim of our own choice. Remember, brothers, that is always the not-self energy. The not-self energy is always the victim. It's always the shadow. And we can become a victim of ourselves, of our own choices and our own behaviors. Now, perhaps we put our own heart on hold for the sake of another person, right? And we can even fall into denial of some kind, telling ourselves that we are doing it for this person, right? That is done out of self-sacrifice and love. But this isn't the case. This isn't the truth. This is the illusion that we get sucked into from fear of committing fully to life. We are only half in our heart. Like we're like a mouse on one of those spinning reels going round and round and round and round, never getting anywhere except into more and more suffering, which possibly manifests in resentment, anger, and blame if it's projected out onto the beings around us. And if we're more of a reactive type person, then the chances are that we will either quit what we begin or we just won't begin at all because there was never a full surrender to life. Either way, brothers, whether your character and conditioning is reactive or repressive, the not-self-low vibration, which is half-heartedness, to be half in your own heart, means we don't take the plunge. We don't take the leap into true commitment. This is the great fear of the half heart. This is the great fear of that not self energy to fully surrender into commitment, to fully surrender the fullness of the heart. And it's so fascinating how the people who are afraid of commitment, who are living in the half heart, in half heartedness, they often lead such over committed lives, right? And this is due to the nature of our conditioning around the connotation of commitment which is to some future expectation or arrangement, right? We usually connotate commitment as some kind of obligation in the future. So these people that are, you know, half-hearted, they go out and they commit to everything they can, over-committing to the future, over-committing to everything, over-committing to everybody, and they make all kinds of plans and they never really are here. They're never being here and now. They're never really in the moment. So here's the thing, brothers. I'm going to hit you with a spiritual truth, all right? I'm going to hit you with this and... Look, if you're doing something right now, if you're only half listening to this, <laughs> if you're half committed to this podcast episode right now, look, I need you to stop. I need you to stop what you're doing and hear this. Just stop and pay close attention for a moment. Give this podcast your full commitment for a moment. I'm going to say something that might start to wake you up. Okay, are you ready? Here it goes. Listen now. True commitment can only be to one thing, and that's to the present moment. I'm going to say that again. True commitment can only be to one thing. True commitment can only be to the present moment. Now, I know that sounds kind of mystical and esoteric, but it's actually a spiritual truth that's been taught for millennia. Life is all about making decisions, small decisions and big decisions. And it's about staying true to the cycles that come from those decisions, to the results and outcomes that come from the now, the decisions we make now. And the truth is, the absolute fact is that we don't know where our decisions are going to lead us. The future is an illusion in the same way that the past is completely dead. All there ever is 
is happening right now. This is it. This is the present moment, and that's all there is. The not-self energies are not happy about that at all, right? Because the not-self energies come from the mind, and the mind is locked in the past and the future. Brothers, we have to listen to the yes within ourselves, and we have to trust in that above all else. So when we say yes to something from our heart, we're actually embarking on a journey of surrender, especially in our relationships. So half-heartedness is when we're not honest with ourselves and others, and that's when our life force withdraws. It pulls back and away from the moment. We become a victim of our own choice, become a victim of our own mind. Our life force energy withdraws from the moment and we postpone our life because we're not living it fully. We're trying to run ahead in our minds into the future and we're missing the moment. So true commitment involves deep trust, deep, deep trust in where we are right now. It requires turning inward and slowing down inside. We don't postpone our life hopping about from one thing to the next on the surface, jumping around from expectation to expectation, from the future to the future to the future, never being here in the present. Commitment is always in the now. You can only be an alpha in the now. You can only be an alpha now. You can't be an alpha in the future, right? The future is an illusion. It's a projection, an expectation of what isn't. The only thing that is, is here and now. Now, the not-self vibration of half-heartedness has much of the world in its energy, right? A lot of the world is locked in this energy of half-heartedness, and it robs us of our true joy and purpose. So many relationships, for example, just end. Just end. They just end before they've actually finished their natural cycles, before you've learned what you're meant to learn in the relationship. So many dreams are crushed or never begin because humans never surrender to the full energy of commitment. And a lot of the wisdom of the world is missed because people don't know when to stop doing something that's hurting them. The not-self vibration of half-heartedness is about the fear of commitment. It's the holding back of commitment. That's why it's half-hearted. I want you to let that sink in when you consider your impossible goal for 2023 or anything you aim to achieve or create or experience in your life. Whatever we embark upon in life, whatever goal we set or relationship we enter, what is the point of doing it and holding anything back? What's the point if you're not going to give everything to it? And yet, the low vibration of half-heartedness will have us hold some part of ourselves back. And actually, the truth is, the part it has us holding back is our heart. <laughs> That's why it's half-heartedness, brother. Because we're holding back our heart. And then we postpone our real destiny, which is to give ourselves completely without expectation, to give ourselves into the moment without expecting what comes next. It's amazing how deeply we fear this and what a tragedy it is when we miss the magic while we go on postponing the only thing in life that's essential, which is our presence and radiance in every moment. Okay, so let's dive deeper into this idea of commitment because half-heartedness has a great collective power, right? And we have to remember that we're each here to expand and remember who we are. We're here to transmute those low vibrations into high vibrations. And a hallmark of all high vibrations is that they always break new ground. They're groundbreaking. 
the mind is the great trickster, right? The mind will prevent you from breakthroughs, right? The mind is that backseat driver that doesn't know where it's going or how to get there, but it's constantly yelling directions to the heart. And the heart is the one sitting behind the wheel of the vehicle. So the mind is locked in the past and it's locked in the future. It's locked in the illusion, trying desperately to control the outcomes that it has no control over. However, this high vibration, this gift frequency, it's about living life from the heart, from the driver of the vehicle, which means that risk is inherent. And brothers, this is what makes life fun, you know? A huge reason that we are here on this planet is to have fun. Enjoy yourself. Okay, this is a playground, bro. It's a playground for you. It's all about having fun. And one of our greatest lessons in life is to give ourselves totally to every experience, to surrender to every moment. This is the gift of commitment. Look, I, I know people use that word a lot, right? They all People are talking about commitment this, commit to this, commit to that. It's all about commitment, right? And I think many of us just don't fully understand it. This is what I mean by advanced knowledge and where there may be some resistance in your mind from the not self-half-heartedness. That's where the resistance comes from because we connotate commitment incorrectly. We've been taught to think about commitment incorrectly. We are conditioned to believe a commitment is an obligation to the future. And as I've already said, there's only one true commitment and it's not to the future. You know, how can you commit honestly to the future? How can you honestly commit? Think about this. How can you honestly commit to the future? Just stop for a moment and contemplate it, brother. How can you commit to the future? It's not there. It will never be there. The future is always the future. And this is the mystery of time. The future is never here. Only the present is here. So our energy is not available to the respond to the future. It can only respond to the present. It can only respond now. So how can we be authentic if we are responding to what isn't? We're responding to some future illusion. We can only know the truth in the now. And true commitment flies in the face of social expectations and even morality in some ways. You know, this whole idea that my word is my bond and that a man is measured by his ability to keep his commitments, you know? And I mean, I would offer that some of that is true, right? But only to his true commitments, which are only ever here and now, in this moment, to be fully present. That's the measurement of the alpha, to be fully present, to be committed to this moment in time, this here and now. So commitment has its own kind of wild morality, right? That does fly in the face of social expectations. It's kind of very counterintuitive in that way. Brothers, when our energy says yes to something or to someone, it's showing a readiness to engage in a cycle of learning and evolution. And that doesn't mean we have to jump right in and surrender right away. You know, there are inner cycles that we go through and we want to be aware of our other low vibrations, particularly desire. We want to be aware of desire because when the heart makes a clear decision from a vibration of commitment, it doesn't make an emotional decision or an excited decision or a nervous decision. You know, those kinds of decisions always come from the low vibrational, not self shadows, right? The gift makes a decision from a place of profound and quiet inner certainty. And I want you to contemplate the difference and the decisions you've made from that state of being. Because I know that you know the difference when you really stop and think about the decisions you've made from a state of 
desire or from a state of excitement or from a state of fear. It's very different when you make a choice from your heart, from that inner place that just says yes, fully committed to the yes. When we aren't drawn into decisions made from our conditioning or our emotions or our desire, then we create the circumstance for good fortune. And here's the manifestation, right? Here's the creative process that we go through. We have a kind of inner barometer where our good fortune lives and it comes from within us. It emanates from us. It's the light within and we have no idea how it works or when it will come. I mean, quantum physics is beginning to explain it to us, but it still isn't complete in its explanation. We just know that life is our greatest ally always unfolding in perfection for us. And our life force knows when something is right. Our heart knows. And this is a genius that extends itself naturally into an innate understanding of all relationships and their possible dynamics. So once we are freed from the whole half-hearted vibration, that low vibration, we begin to see how deeply that shadow vibration disturbs every relationship. And that naturally drives us to want to help others, but not through interfering, through direct and heartfelt reflection coming from our natural, non-judgmental, and perhaps slightly unconventional and counterintuitive wisdom. <laughs> so put quite simply, commitment is about letting go of expectations. It's not having expectations, like that's the opposite, right? It's not having the expectations for the future. It's the letting go of the expectations. You know, brothers, we're all on a mysterious journey. And we may think that a decision will lead in one direction, but it often ends up leading us in a completely different direction. And the more we're anchored in the higher frequency of our heart, this vibration of commitment, then the less we need to think our way in or out of situations in our life. Brothers, I've said this before. I've said to you that there's no incorrect decisions. You can't make a wrong choice in life. The gift of true commitment inside each of us knows this. And it gives us a vast sense of inner freedom. And the fascinating thing is that as we begin to taste this freedom, we realize how little external circumstances actually have to do with true fulfillment. Right? This is at the heart of the impossible goal. If you guys are in the academy or if you're following the academy work, this is at the heart of the impossible goal. And it's, it's not really about the goal at all. It's always about showing up in the moment. It's about being present in the moment. It's about receiving what life is offering. It's about taking action towards love and expansion and being grateful for the outcomes of those moments as the next moments emerge for us. That is what is meant by it's not the destination, it's the journey. Be here, brothers. Be in this moment, moving deeply into acceptance and love and gratitude. That is at the heart of every goal we set, at the heart of every idea or inspiration that comes to us from source. And when we realize that, then we no longer postpone our lives either by hopping from one thing to another or from one person to another or by staying somewhere too long, somewhere that no longer serves us. When we surrender to committing to the moment, we simply smile and then we give ourselves continuously and continually to every moment. 
And that's true commitment. Now, I'm going to say something a little risky, a little vulnerable. I've learned, and I've learned mostly through pain (laughs) and through my own unconsciousness, through my own foolishness and my own fear and my own half-heartedness, my own low vibrations in relationships. I've learned that relationships blossom only through 100% commitment. And it seems like such a simple statement. But I'm going to tell you something, brothers. It's amazing how much fear that statement can generate in a person. You know, being a relationship coach, you know, health, wealth, and relationships, I've done a lot of relationship coaching from a spiritual side, right? From an energetic position. And I got to tell you how much that simple statement has created fear. I can see it in the look of my students (laughs) when I offer them just to commit 100%, just to surrender to the relationship. I've mentioned in previous podcast episodes, that commitment can't be 99%, right? 99% commitment is actually no different than 1% commitment. 99% commitment is no commitment at all, right? It's still half-heartedness. And it's amazing how many of us keep this little part of ourselves secretly hidden away from our relationships. And I'm not talking about verbal communication here, right? I'm not talking about talking it out with your partner. I'm talking about our chemistry with someone. So it runs much deeper than words. We hold a little bit back from our partners. And we do this because of the fear that's deep within us. So ask yourself if you've done this or if you're doing it now in in the relationship that you're in. And brother, I'm going to tell you, just the asking, just you contemplating, just you asking this question can be a complete revelation and begin to change the chemistry and energy of your relationships. It took me several decades. Here's my vulnerability. I got to tell you, brothers, it took me several decades and multiple emotional crises to see this pattern inside myself. But I'll tell you, once I released it, everything changed. Relationships still remain challenging because they offer us growth and transformation. This is the beauty of relationships. But the feeling of 100% commitment is so terrifically powerful that it will simply ride out any storm. And it's not even about the other person anymore, bro. It's about leaping into the abyss with your eyes wide open, with your heart wide open. This is why I strongly recommend to all my students to try and stay in the relationships that they're in rather than jumping out when it gets too hard or too heavy. That's just lazy. That's just fear. That's the beta condition. That's a reaction to your fear. I offer to stay and be surprised by what you discover within yourself. We need to hold our nerve through the challenge. You can use any circumstance to learn how to keep your heart open, any circumstance. And once you've learned that trick, we become the masters of the universe and of our own destiny. The only circumstance, and hear me on this because this is important, the only circumstance in which you absolutely must leave a relationship is in the case of physical abuse. Otherwise, we should give it everything we've got until we've mastered this art of returning fear with love. And that's the art that we bring to perfection in the higher vibration of commitment, which is devotion. This is the triplet. Devotion is such an amazingly powerful vibration, brothers. It's where all human beings are ultimately headed. You know, we're all devotees of something. We just have to see what it is and transform it within ourselves until that something becomes everything or that someone becomes everyone. 
And this is the deep secret of the traditional guru-disciple relationship, right? The idea that we have to surrender ourselves to the guru and let them become the conduit of our higher commitment. And what's wild is they don't even have to be worthy, right? It's just the idea of it. You know, some disciples of false gurus have attained enlightenment through the innocence of their own surrender to devotion because it always comes from within us. It's never from the guru, right? It's never from any external source. It's never from the guru or the relationship or anything else. It's always coming from within us. <laughs> That's the amazing thing about life. It's always emanating from within. The outer is a reflection of the inner, always. The vibration of devotion contains one of the highest teachings concerning relationships, and it's deeply connected to the spirit of Tantra, the surrender of the lover to the beloved. I became certified in Tantra during my time in Mexico, and it's such a beautiful practice. I'm not going to get into it, but as you know, as I've said, we're all devoted to something, right? Every one of us is either consciously or unconsciously devoted to something. And if you're not conscious of what you're devoted to, then I'm sure it's unconscious within you, right? The egoist is devoted to his ego. The salesman is devoted to his profits. The mother is devoted to her children. The murderer is devoted to his victim. The seeker is devoted to the truth. And even the depressed is devoted to their own misery. And this is another great spiritual mystery of vibrations and energy, that the highest vibration exists even in the lowest vibration as a seed. And the journey is to allow that seed to sprout and grow until it finally flowers and bears fruit because half-heartedness causes suffering. And that realization leads to commitment. And at a certain level, commitment itself becomes more and more internalized until its true nature is revealed. And this is when commitment transforms, transmutes into devotion. And the momentous leap into the high vibration, the highest vibration of devotion, can never be predicted. It's an act of grace. It happens in the causal realm, meaning that it occurs outside of time and space. So this vibration, this particular code in our DNA, is activated through a consistent, deepening commitment to the present moment. And it manifests as devotion which is the profound, heartfelt knowing that love, brothers, love is the root nature of all reality. Love is percolating everything at the heart of everything, the force that binds us together and draws us together. And this insight moves deeper and deeper into our being until one day it just detonates inside like a bomb. Boom! And usually the journey takes the form of a devotional path in which the devotee fixes his or her longing onto a kind of external form, right? And the full knowing that this form is really a representation of the universal love principle, right? The Christians have the Christ. The Buddhas have the Buddha. The Hindus have the Krishna. And they can be symbols as well, right? The cross, the Star of David. You know, little statues or icons of gods, right? Little Ganeshas or little Vishnus or little, you know, Shivas. The low vibrations return when the devotee mistakes the images for the actual thing and then the external form becomes the idol of worship. But nonetheless, the absolute worship of the object, whether it be a guru, a god, or a loved one, 
leads to a series of inevitable breakthroughs from within, you know? We're not so much of a devotional species anymore, brothers. We've taken a, a more scientific path, right? We've, we've become worshipers of the mind, an intellectual path, right? And consequently, we've kind of lost our devotional qualities. And we tend to look down on devotional cultures. You know, the problem for the human being, the modern human being, is that devotion kind of appears to be blind. We even have the term blind devotion, and we use this term to connotate some extreme manifestation of what it means to be blindly devoted to something, and then this blind devotion becomes becomes weird, it becomes extreme, it becomes maybe even violent. So we've learned to distrust it. What we really need is a rebirth, a rebirth of devotion. What we really need is to understand this word, to understand the power of this vibration. And nowhere is this more needed and more possible for us than in our relationships. And there are few spiritual guides in this realm. I got to tell you, there are a few spiritual guides in this realm. And I mean real guides, people who've learned from and transformed their pain through their relationships. Most relationship coaches are still working in that world, right? They're still working in the third dimension. The fact is devotion is blind because only a blind man would be crazy enough to jump into the abyss of the human wound, right? This is the human wound. We're jumping into half-heartedness. We're jumping into pain. We're jumping into the suffering. But here's the thing. In the suffering, in the pain, in the shadow contains the gift. And the blind man isn't really blind at all. They're the eyes of trust, the eyes of a person that leaps and goes on leaping because their love is returned in every situation and it's returned exponentially. Brothers, our frequency rises. Our vibrations rise. We transmute low vibration into high vibration whenever we pour out our heart unconditionally to another being in service to the highest. We move through this vibration from half-heartedness to full-heartedness. And the more we love in this way, the more pressure we create within the atoms at the heart of creation, which is love. That's love. And eventually all that pressure ruptures the space-time continuum. And in an inexplicable event occurs when the subject merges with the object, when two become one, and the one is all that's left. You know, it's an old Sufi equation, right? The lover merges with beloved, and all that's left over is the oneness of love. And that's what I have for you today. Until next week, my brothers, elevate your alpha. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Alpha Male Coach Podcast. If you enjoy what you've heard and want even more, sign up for Unleash Your Alpha, your guide to shifting to the alpha mindset at thealphamalecoach.com slash unleash.